Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Abdul Abdullatif here with me today, Dr. John Botson, a rheumatologist from Alaska. John, how you manage our patients with uncontrolled gout more effectively nowadays? The important thing to realize is that gout is not a joint problem in itself. It's a systemic inflammatory process, very similar to diabetes or high cholesterol and coronary artery disease. It's something that we not only need to treat the acute episodes and pain, but also we need to treat the patient so that we can prevent these other comorbidities and cardiovascular risks, especially from happening. First is the patient hurts, so you've got to treat their acute illness. And this one I say with a little grain of salt, talking to a nephrologist, but we use things like NSAIDs and colchicine and prednisone, unless there's a reason they can't. But you're using these intermittently, hopefully only in the beginning until you can get the gout more in control and prevent them from getting to that uncontrolled stage. Many patients still blame themselves for flares. Many providers still blame patients for flares when really we need to recognize that this is also a genetic disease. It's something that you're born with. Your diet makes a small role in this. We really have a couple of sort of standard medications that we've used for decades, uric acid-lowering agents, the xanthine oxidase inhibitors, as we call them, allopurinol, the bupsostat. And these are agents that block an enzyme that prevents the uric acid levels from going up. So they're blocking the xanthine oxidase. They work well in most patients. The side effect profile is generally pretty minimal. We do watch for some allergic reactions with allopurinol. And there was a recent concern about cardiovascular disease with the febuxostat. It's still under debate. Uricosureics, we do use occasionally. They're not as widely used. Definitely not used in your population as a nephrologist. They have some small uric acid lowering benefits. The patients that are really suffering is in those difficult to treat cases, those refractory gouts or what we call uncontrolled gouts. By definition, they've failed uric acid lowering agents, those antioxidase inhibitors. They've either not tolerated or failed uricosureics, or you can't use them. We've got one drug FDA approved right now, and that's peglodicase. It will lower the uric acid to undetectable, and it's safe in patients with all stages of kidney disease. It's not a corticosteroid, so even diabetics can use it. This uricase breaks down this serum uric acid into something called a lantoin, which is freely water-soluble, freely excreted. There was a recent trial that actually improved upon the peglodicase in using a combination with methotrexate that stopped the antidrug antibodies from being developed and essentially improved its efficacy and its safety. So in rough numbers, almost doubling the efficacy and about eight times the improvement in safety for this medication in combination. So that's really kind of set the bar now of where our treatment is. And so essentially our goal in all of these patients, whether we're using a xanthine oxidase inhibitor or a, a uricase is to get the serum uric acid below that solubility level. We often shoot for a level of six. In patients that have severe gout, we'll shoot for a level of five. But ultimately, when we're initiating treatment, lower is better in these patients to get them under control. And then once we're sufficiently under control, then we use some of these other agents to move forward and to keep the patients at that level. We actually took 20 patients of our kidney transplant patients who had their transplant for at least a year. 
a steady state of immunosuppressive therapy, and we just gave them a glutacase based on protocol, and we were able to actually get 89% of these patients to respond to the treatment, and we were able to give them basically gout symptom-free within six months of therapy, and we did not have even a significant infusion reaction or any cardiovascular events out of the greater than 200 infusions that we gave to our patients. So the drug does help our patients at all stages of kidney disease, normal dialysis, peritoneal dialysis, hemodialysis, even our transplant patients. Well, this has been a brief and a great discussion. Unfortunately, our time is up. Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Proba Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.